What's poppin' everybody? How y'all doing? Thank you for tuning in to the Swamp Life Podcast with yours truly, the one and only Big Gator, Gator Love, Turtleneck Gator, Gold Chain Gator, Spiffy Gator, aka Mr. Where's My Lighter. Hopefully you guys have had a nice eh, y'all had a nice week since the last time you heard my voice. I feel like I had a pretty productive week, but you know, I'ma say less. You feel me? I also just finished Money Heist on Netflix. I'm not sure if anybody else is, that's like been one of your almost matches and you're, you weren't sure if you should watch it because it's in another language, but I, I highly recommend it. It's a slow start, but it'll definitely get you after like episode three or four. And um, similar to any time I finish a show on Netflix, I was just like, well, fuck, I don't want to start anything else now. But then I started Troy, you feel me? I'm only on episode two right now, so I can't really give you a full synopsis of how I feel about the show, but the movie Troy was my shit. The, when Brad Pitt was Achilles, I think it came out in like 04, you know what I mean? That big ass dude came out and they were like, Achilles! And then he wasn't out there and then they thought he was scared. So then they sent the little boy to get Achilles and then Achilles came out and killed that nigga with one swipe of the blade. Bruh. Then he walked up to the whole army and was like, Is there no one else? Is there no one else? And these niggas just looked, they look like bitches. And and then he, he walked away. You feel me? But anyways, not the not the main point. As I was saying, so I wasn't really sure how I was going to feel about the show because I started it and it's completely different than the movie, which I wasn't sure if that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing, but it, they're actually going way deeper than the movie did. So, eh, it's kind of cool. But then, this, is, this was the kicker. I'm pretty sure Achilles is black. And that's all I needed. You feel me? I'm hooked for the whole season. You dig? At least this season. I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to, you know, keep watching after they do the whole thing. Because Netflix be taking a year to drop a, a whole another season. And I ain't, got, I ain't got time for that. But right now, I'm, I'm rocking with it. Because I got to see how this nigga is going to be rocking and moving. Because Achilles in the movie? Fucking shit up. So I got to see if he's going to be fucking shit up in the show. Because anytime they mention his name, it's still spoken with that same mystique and he'll kill the shit out you kind of aura you feel me so i like that but on to the main stuff i wanted to really touch on something that i spoke on last week the kanye west situation and i um his interview with Charlemagne and everything i just think everyone else's responses and just their perceptions of him and the interview was super interesting you feel me <laughs> so for some reason, the funniest, the, one of the funniest things I read was Jeezy was high on coke, and when a security guard, he was high on coke in the club, and a security guard asked him to chill, and he looked at him, and then just started taking off on that nigga, and I don't know why this is so hilarious to me, but maybe it's because I kind of pictured the whole situation, like 
you'd have to be around somebody who's high on coke and tell them to chill out before and like have had to tell them to chill out to I guess understand because I can completely visualize a nigga high on coke and it's like blood relax nigga we're in public I nigga like I get it it's lit but chill you feel me like just chill just take it out one like just take it out one maybe two you feel me and then so I can only imagine how a nigga with money is acting because he could almost do whatever he wants. You know what I mean? People in the club are there to see him on the lowest key. So, like, he could, you know what I mean? He could act up if he felt like it. So, hearing that he just took off on the security guard and then got arrested, I don't know why, but that was hilarious. I hope he doesn't have to do, like, real time in jail or anything like that. I mean, I doubt it. He's a white celebrity. So, I feel like he should be cool. But hearing that, it was hilarious. And I low-key feel like he's kind of a rock star for that. But... While I'm on music, the most disappointing thing that I'm sure everyone heard over the weekend was D. Well, it's not even, I don't even know how this re sparked because he said this shit in 2014 in the interview with on, on The Breakfast Club. And he said he doesn't perform oral sex on his wife. And I don't know how old DJ Khaled is, but he's too old to not be giving head to his wife. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Your wife, my nigga? And not just some random girl. Your wife? That's wild, B. This nigga said there's different rules for men. I'm the king. And I'm... Like, what does that mean, my G? Like, personally, I enjoy eating pussy. Like... My goodness. I can't even see how he would just... He's twice my age, my nigga. Like, he didn't try it once or twice. It's just that's wild. He don't. He don't even think about going. She has your kid, my G. Like, she's had your kid, and he's still. She's had to have cheated on this nigga before. Honestly, I'm gonna just put that out there. Like he, he either gotta be slanging it, like. He got to be knocking it out the park every single time. Or she done cheated on him. She cheats on him. Like it's, I feel like it's low-key that simple. He tours a lot. You feel me? He's he's not home all the time. They got a bunch of nannies. You feel me? She could... Assad, he's he's his own man now. Like, he has his own entourage. He has his own paparazzi and everything. She sends Assad out for an event. She, she gets her thing done. Like, there's no way that she's just... That she's cool with that. She has enough money to where they can keep it on the low and... And yeah, no, there's no way. Mm-mm. There's no way she's just cool with it. And I, I, I bet she's pissed that it came out again and resurfaced and re-sparked now that he's, because in 2014, that was like the start of his rebrand before he became DJ Khaled, the star he is now. So I'm, I'm sure she's pissed. Like, I'm sure she's pissed. And yeah, but like I said, she's there's there's no way. Like y'all have been together that long and she's just like, no. Like, unless that's the only nigga she's ever been with, if she's had it done before, then I'm I'm standing very, very firm on the fact that she's cheating on him. Very firm on that. Cause there's no way that she's just that is just cool. I'm I'm refusing to believe that that's just cool. <clears throat> Damn man. 
The cottonmouth is so real tonight, guys. It's no joke. Like, I've had a water. Actually, you know what? I say this every time I record, but don't drink soda. It's, it's bad for you. I highly recommend it. Be better than me. Don't follow by my example. It's bad. But, as I was saying, another disappointing thing, bro. Kylie Jenner's baby's really looking like that bodyguard. I don't know if this is real, but I seen a tweet saying Travis Scott's mom really wants or is demanding a paternity test from the bodyguard and the baby after those pics have went viral. Cause nigga, it's a little uh like usually I don't I high key don't give a fuck about the Kardashians in the slightest, but I seen these pictures and like mm, it's a little uh like the baby don't look like Travis at all, my G. And then you see the bodyguard, and then it's like, oh, shit. It's really like, oh, shit. Like, he he smacked. Like, it might have only been one time or whatever. He might have been hitting it consistently, but that's his baby. High key. And I don't know if that's... Ooh, that's a, that's a storyline, so... Chris is probably already ahead of it. She, This is probably already season... I don't even know what season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians they're on. But this is probably already two seasons ahead. And that's what's going to be revealed later on. You feel me? But they're just not ready for that to be revealed right now. So they're going to wait on the test. They might say it's Travis's for a little bit. And then I'm going to say in like a few months, they're going to they gonna reveal the test that it's not actually his. And oh shit. I wonder how... I don't know how that's going to go, y'all. That's going to be one of them interesting things. Like, do y'all think they're going to get Kylie the fuck out of here? Well, nah, they're not getting the card. The Kardashians are here to stay. People love Kylie and everything. So it don't, I don't think it matters. Never mind. Disregard. Disregard. <laughs> Yo, I almost forgot. We found out who was trying to extort Kevin Hart. And not that every... I feel like... People don't really know who this nigga is. You'd know him if you've seen him. You feel me? His name's Jonathan Todd Jackson. Action Jackson, I guess, is also his one of his aliases. And he's been in a few things. So, like I said, you know him if you've seen him. But it's I, I just don't get it. I hope at some point he explains why and, like, the whole point of what he was trying to do. You feel me? Because he wanted 10 million for this video, my nigga. Like, you wanted 10 mil. You were trying to ruin this nigga's whole life. So, I mean, I get it. 10 million is not that... It, no, fuck that. It's not that much for the amount of money that Kevin Hart's pulling in. But 10 million is a lot of fucking money, nigga. Like, he would have never had to do another movie or nothing for the rest of his life. And the crazy thing is Kevin's put him in a movie or two. But what I don't like about the whole situation is how the media is trying to make it seem like him and Kevin Hart are best of friends and they've just been close for a long ass time and all this shit. Like, I feel like, you know, if y'all are cordial and he's put you in a movie, y'all are going to have a couple pictures together. You feel me? Like, that's a big thing in your life. And he's a CEO of a company putting you in a picture a motion picture he's in the motion picture too like y'all are gonna have a picture or two together it's good for promotion and everything you dig like it's i think it's bigger than just like 
they they're the best of friends and everything. And I think it's kind of weird. I mean, I guess that's just what the media does. It makes it sound like a juicier story. So, yeah, I guess that's just how society works. A close friend of Kevin Hart's tried to extort him, but I feel like in reality, that's just a nigga he was kind of cool with. You dig? But if he was cool enough to put you in a movie, I feel like he'd be cool enough to put you in another movie if you fit the role. So you should have just chilled out and been patient. Or if you needed that money for something immediate, I doubt any nigga needs $10 million right away unless he has some extreme gambling debts. You feel me? But why did he ask? I don't know. 10 million is just so much money, bro. That's it's too much money. I, he, I, he couldn't have expected to get $10 million. I hate when I stutter. It pisses me off because it rarely happens. But when it does happen, it low key sounds vicious sometimes, but he couldn't have expected to get that much money. I like, my thing is I'm such a logical thinker like it kind of bothers me sometimes because I tend to think things out too much step by step instead of acting on it so he didn't think like I'm gonna ask for this much he gonna say no and then he gonna counter or like he just thought he was gonna ask for 10 million and get 10 million like what do niggas be thinking Honestly, it's baffling how other people think to me sometimes when they're going to be attempting crimes and or risking their lives or doing shit like that, for example, when it can literally put you in jail forever. So it's just fucking incredible. It's incredible the way America works and the way people think. You know. I'll pat my own self on the back here. Sometimes I think my segues are just on point. You know, I pat my own self on the back because if I don't, no one else will. Donald Glover dropped that This Is America video this week. And, man, I think the the symbolism and the whole video and just everything was just very eloquently put together. Because the symbolism and everything is just so powerful and realistic that it's just like, fuck. But at the same time, you're watching it and it's like... You really appreciate the video, and it's just, it's like one of those beautiful death kind of things, like, I don't know, like, it's like one of those ugly, beautiful kind of things to where you just really appreciate it, and it's crazy, it's always crazy being black and seeing shit happen to black people, like, the black persons, the black persons, (laughs) the black people in the video were shot, and their, their bodies just, like, get left to drop, for example, and then the guns are handed off into a towel and they get wiped and they get cleaned and they're passed off all gently and everything like that. And it's just like, fuck. And when you think about it, black people are really left to die just in the streets and everything like that. But think about how strict and everything the gun laws are or how much people care about guns just in general, how little they care about black people's life. But I don't want to be, you know, too militant right now. Um, the very first part of the video that you see is a Jim Crow reference. And I didn't even know that was a Jim Crow reference. And that's my thing. All the symbolisms and all the references in the video are just, it's powerful. And it's crazy how people try to downplay it or just, I don't want to say hate on it because if you don't like it, that's not hating. You feel me? But I I think it is crazy when people bash it or say that this isn't childish gambit. Like, I don't know. You know, like, it's crazy when people hate on something like that. Hate 
for lack of a better term. Uh, it's also crazy because after releasing this video, I guess around the same time they seen his baby mama or his wife. I'm not sure what to reference her as. I'm sorry. I don't want to reference her as his baby mama. I'll just say the woman he's involved with and him, their child. And people were mad that she was a white woman. And I don't see why. You feel me? Like, I understand that. I understand, you know, but I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I get the whole thing that black women want black men to be with black women. I, I get it. Like, I get it. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, if you have a genuine connection with someone and you fall in love, then you fall in love. You feel me? And I think that is bigger than skin tone. If she's not racist or has nothing, no racial, any bias or anything like that in her family, then why should those prejudices be involved in their relationship? How can we evolve if we can't evolve? You feel me? That's how I kind of feel about that. But one, I did see one black woman say, and it's not something I can disagree with for every other black male, but specifically for him, I didn't agree with this, is uh, she said that black men tend to, when they're dating a white woman, they tend to put on a specific persona of over blackness and to where it's like we have to, like we're for the people kind of blackness, you know what I mean? As opposed to, and then they tend to appeal in their artistry to, more towards black women, yet not supporting black women as much. They're just using them to uplift their dollars economically. And while that's not something I can argue, I feel like for Donald Glover, that's not as valid simply because, or that's not... So, uh, that's not a strong general statement because that didn't work for OJ. And I feel like there's a long list of black men who have dated white women that that broad statement doesn't apply to. Because OJ didn't give a fuck about being black. He didn't want to be involved with any black issues at all. And I know that's going too far back, but that was just the first black pant, the first black man that I can think of that's been involved very um, famously with a white woman. Um, finally, another heavy debate that I've seen going on, um, I think this is all I have for the week, but it was, uh, after LeBron hit the, all these game, I won't say all these game winners, but he had a few clutch shots late in the fourth quarter to elevate the team to win the game. You feel me? And now people are really saying that that was now he might be the goat. And at the same time, I don't understand, but it's crazy because Literally, the only asterisk on LeBron's career is that he isn't clutch in the fourth quarter, which isn't really an asterisk because if you look at it, he always makes the proper play in the fourth quarter. Like, people are upset about him passing the ball to Kyle Korver in the finals, and it's like, Kyle Korver was wide the fuck open, and Kyle Korver is one of the greatest three-point shooters in the fucking history of the league. So you're going to tell me I'm driving to get double teamed, and I'm not going to pass it to one of the best shooters ever? And that, that, like, that's a bad play? Like, that's wild, man. So, that just tells me, personally, people would have said the same thing about Jordan if Steve Kerr missed. Like, what would people have said about Jordan if Steve Kerr missed? I, I want that to sink in for my niggas who watch basketball. Like, someone answer that for me. 
who watches basketball, please. Do you think they would have said the same thing about Michael Jordan if Steve Kerr missed that shot? If John Paxson missed that shot? Like, do they say that Michael Jordan made the wrong play because he was going to be double teamed, so he should have still have taken the shot? Just, just food for thought. You feel me? But on to the, the debate. After this, they're saying that this has elevated LeBron's status to potentially being the greatest player ever. And my take on it is kind of different than everybody else's because I already feel like LeBron's a better overall player than Michael Jordan is. Just he's more well-rounded in all facets of the game than Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is a pure better scorer. He might be a better one-on-one lockdown defender. But other than that, I'm giving everything else to LeBron James. He's a better teammate. He's a better person off the court. He's a better rebounder. He's a better passer. (sighs) Like, I think when it's all said and done, LeBron James will be a better player. He'll be known as a better player overall by the consensus. Right now... It's a, I think it's hard for everyone to accept because there's still so many people who... And I don't think it's, it'll be because they passed away or anything like that. Because if you think about it, if you want to look at it that way, I remember on ESPN a while ago when there were still a lot of older gentlemen on ESPN, one of their things was it wasn't in the, consen- in the consensus in their class that Michael Jordan was the best player ever. Because a lot of their classing Larry or not Larry Bird Magic Johnson play a lot of their classing um, Oscar Robertson play as well and they see Michael Jordan and it was pretty much split between the three of them a lot of their class said Oscar Robertson was still the greatest player they've ever seen a lot of people still said Magic Johnson was still the greatest player they've ever seen but once my Michael Jordan elevated his level of stardom to what it was in the 90s then it kind of just and he elevated that persona behind that, those championships and just the persona of Michael Jordan, that assassin. I think that also elevated him to become the best player ever. And the fact that Oscar Robertson wasn't on television as much and everything like that also hurt his case specifically. But like I, like I was saying, when LeBron's all said and done, he'll be a... He'll have more points, have more steals, he'll have more rebounds, he'll have more assists, and he'll have more blocks. He'll literally have Michael Jordan beating every statistical category. He'll have been to maybe 10 straight finals. Maybe if he gets one or two more rings, he'll have four rings. Michael Jordan will have six. Are you, would people really still say that Michael Jordan's a better player than him? Like, that would just be hard for me to believe that it wouldn't be the consensus for. LeBron to be known as the best player to ever do it after all the accomplishments and all the accolades that he'll have rung up once he retires. And then if you think about it, if you want to look at it even deeper, the tree of players that he's going to, that'll, that'll look up to him and that'll just elevate his legacy. That'll, they'll say, damn, I grew up watching LeBron James and now to be playing against him in the league is crazy or to have seen him be, or to be on the same team, same court, or any of those kinds of things, that's just going to elevate his level of stardom. Or and then after he retires and pe- those players will say they were looking up to him, that will elevate his level of stardom. The same way Allen Iverson's level of, when you 
hear like Dwayne Wade talk about Allen Iverson right now. LeBron James talk about how iconic Allen Iverson was right now. These little kids didn't get to see Allen Iverson play. So when they see him, they know he's a fucking legend simply, simply because they're, that's their favorite player's favorite player. So you have to respect that fact. You feel me? So when LeBron is all said and done, he'll be your favorite, not your, but your, the younger generation's favorite player's favorite player. So that's going to just completely elevate him over Jordan, I think, personally. And if I was to start a team... I would low-key rather have LeBron than Jordan. And if you disagree, I'd like to know why. But that's all I got this week, Pimp. Um, Hopefully y'all tuned in. If you disagree with anything I said, tweet me. Let me know. My shit's I am Gator. I'm here for it. I'm always up for the debate. Other than that, y'all have a good week. I'll talk to y'all next week. Peace out.